Welcome to Passion Point Podcast, encouraging listeners to live from the passion that flows from a strengthened and authentically lived identity. Passion Point starts now. Welcome to Passion Point Podcast. I'm super excited to dive into what I feel God has put on my heart for this episode. We're going to talk today about how passion leads to action and action is connected to our purpose and the passion that lies within being the fuel that moves us forward. But first, we're going to unpack a little bit how all of that is tied to identity. You see, Passion Point Podcast is about living a fulfilling life, living a life that is lived intentionally from the passion that flows organically and authentically within our identity, that God-given, God-led identity that each one of us has, has the power to unleash that passion, to be able to live with the direction of God and the Spirit in everything that we do, whether it's in our family, whether it's in our relationships, whether it's in our vocation, um, our profession, our ministry, whatever area of life that we're in, it requires us to be able to pull from what is deep within that unique identity that we each have. I want to talk about how I believe that's tied to passion, how God placed passion within each one of us to be um, fulfilled across the span of our life. As we dig deeper and we discover more, we find these new gems connected to passion. Now, I want to say one thing before I get started today. I want to say that you don't just have one passion. And I don't just have one passion. There may be one overarching passion for all of us. But for the most part, we have several passions, things that give us life, things that feel like they set our soul on fire when we're doing them. I want to read um, uh, 2 Timothy 1.6 from the Amplified Version. And it says, this is why I remind you to fan into flame the gracious gift of God, that inner fire, the special endowment, which is in you through the laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. So let's not get caught up in this whole ordination piece and I'm not ordained and you're ordained and all of these things. This isn't about a title. In the case of Paul talking to Timothy, he was talking about someone that he had discipled. But what I want to talk about today is that this inner fire within us is really designed to be a guide. It's designed to be that which continues to keep us actively engaged and intentionally living from that which flows from that point, that point being the passion point within each of us. So let's talk about identity. Identity in itself is the truth behind who you are. Dictionary.com says um, says it this way. Um, the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. So basically it's saying it's the truth of who something or someone is. It's the truth of who you are. It's the truth of who I am. That's what identity talks about. So let's take something simple to help us understand that. What about a palm tree? Palm tree, along with all of creation, was created to bring glory to the creator. But at the same time, it has a purpose, a particular purpose that flows within it to fulfill in life. It gives shade, so it's meant to to protect, and it's also meant to nourish and create um, sustenance. And so that sustenance comes from Uh, the coconuts that it produces, right? Or some palm trees, um, date trees, right? They produce dates. In the sense of the fruit that it produces, it's meant to to sustain all that which is living. 
So it has purpose. And when we think about identity from this aspect, when we think about identity from unpacking the layers and going down deep into the root to understand what the purpose is, it flows through something. It flows through what I believe is passion. So let's talk about that today. What are you passionate about? I bet you on more than one occasion, someone has asked you, what's your passion? And you may have been able to just dive right in and explain that and say, oh, I'm passionate about this and that. But more often than not, I find that when I ask people that question, you kind of get that puzzled look, that curious look of, hmm, I've, I've never really thought about it that way. I think that also happens when we ask the question, what's your purpose? It's really difficult to be able to pinpoint that because we haven't always done the work of defining our identity. We haven't done the work of going through the layers of who we are to really find the truth at the heart of the architecture in God's heart. And so when we aren't certain of who we are and why we are, then we can't really begin to define how we are and what we do because of who we are. You see, all of these things make sense when we take the time to backtrack a little bit and, st and start to do the connect the dots. I envision God as the creator of the heavens and earth, as the creator of all things, kind of playing this eternal connect the dots. Have you ever had those experiences where you met someone and you felt there was some kind of um, just real cool connection for a friendship or something that you felt that should have some kind of purpose in your life? You just clicked and then you never saw that person again, but then time went by and something else happened. And then you connected with that person who connected you with another person who led to something that was just so, so important in your life. You see, I see that as God's, God's connecting the dots. God's time isn't the same as our time. So we don't always understand what's happening in the moment. But when we've surrendered our life over to the guidance of the spirit and when we when we begin to ask God to help discover, help us discover through this journey of life who we are and unpack identity, we begin to start to connect our own dots. We can we can start to see how this episode in life created this ripple effect. Sometimes they're connected to internal traumas that we need to process. Sometimes they're connected to relationships that, that were meant to be connected and nourished, but we didn't see that in the moment. And because of a, a lack of identity in our own part, we couldn't do that. Sometimes it helps us to understand how we've taken certain steps and made certain decisions that have impacted our life even still today. You see, unpacking identity is something that we're meant to do. We're, we're, we're born in, in this dream in God's heart and we're knitted in the, in the womb of our mothers, but then we're brought into this world and we're nurtured and we're, we're, we're raised in so many different diverse contexts with different life circumstances, different things that happen. But throughout life, as we navigate the ups and downs of this roller coaster journey that we're all on individually and collectively, we can start to understand how these things continue to influence our life, how they maybe aren't influencing our life, but they should be, and where we need to continue to do some work. You see, God desires this intimate relation with us, relationship with us. And in this intimate relationship with us, 
we begin to discover and unpack our identity when we do the work. When we really dive in, we begin to do the work and we begin to unpack these things within us that maybe we didn't understand. So let me give you an example in my own life. If you ask me what I'm passionate about, I'm passionate about empowerment. I'm passionate about relationships and I'm passionate about worship. All of these things connect to my passion for family and my passion for Christ. You see, but those passions, those are, those are part of, of who I am no matter what, right? But these other passions, they have these branches that, that go out. So I'm going to use my passion for empowerment as an example. Nothing, absolutely nothing gives me more life spark, right? That, that chispa that happens within us when we're doing something that we feel is, is pulling on those purpose strings. And when I feel like I have the, the privilege of walking alongside people, of helping someone see their gifts, of helping someone develop their potential and, and live into who God is calling them to be. When I have the privilege of walking along someone in their journey to unpack identity, any of these things that help someone have a better life, it gets me super, super excited inside. It's like this fire is just bursting within me and, and it gives me life in ways that I can't ex ex explain in enough words. But I also love to do things like advocacy, like advocating for those whose maybe voices have been silenced, those who are most marginalized and vulnerable in our society. And so I do a lot of work in advocacy, advocating for immigration issues and hunger issues and, um, you know, child poverty and all of these, these different issues that impact quality of life. Because I believe that we all are meant to have quality of life and well-being. And when that is being challenged by systems or other things, I love to be involved in advocacy. But I could not say that advocacy is my passion. Advocacy flows from my passion for empowerment. You see, there's, there's a core to why we do things. There's a core that impacts our actions. And they all flow from that space within us that I call the passion point to help us live intentionally from there. When we discover that and we unpack that, we can begin then to live our life more intentionally from that space. And so I believe that there's things in your life that you can stop and reflect on and, and start to peel back the layers to try and get to that point that you can understand is your passion. When we think about Jesus and his ministry, when we think about the way that he walked with those that were closest to them, he got to see their lives and the things that maybe were most important to them, but even more important, they got to see the things that were most important to him and the things that flew from his passion. I believe his passion was also empowerment because he spent his time healing and helping bring people out of diverse situations that kept them from living in their well-being, from living a sustaining and, and fulfilling life. You see, I think that each of us is designed to do particular things. And so maybe your passion is music. Maybe your passion is art. Maybe your passion is people. But whatever it is, when you spend some time discovering it and cultivating it, you give yourself the tools necessary to live more intentionally from it. 
And when we understand that the passion within, this, this gift from God, that inner flame that's within us requires us to continually fan it, that basically means live intentionally from it so that we're continually putting something into this flame so that it continues to spark within us and gives us life. What happens when our phone battery dies? It loses its functionality. What happens when your computer dies in the middle of a meeting because we didn't plug it in, which happens to me a lot? All of these things means that something stops from fulfilling its purpose. When we stop fanning the flame of passion within us, when we stop fanning the flames of the gift from God, when we stop spending time intentionally trying to develop that, we stop fulfilling our purpose. Passion leads to action. And the actions that flow from passion guide us to our purpose. So at the end of the day, passion leads to purpose. Why don't you spend some time? I just want to invite you to spend some time with you. Spend some time thinking about maybe journaling, um, whatever it is that you use to help you kind of stop and reflect in your life. I just want to invite you to love yourself enough to desire to live in that place of a fulfilling life, a well-balanced life, a life of, of, of well-being. And do so by taking the time to spend time with you. After all, the only way to discover identity is to get to know you. The only way to fully and authentically be who you were created to be is to spend time with you. And when you spend time with you, you're also spending time with God who wants to reveal that to you as much as you can handle at a time. You matter and you have purpose in this life. You were created for things possibly beyond your own imagination. And that passion that lies within you has a lot to do with it. Maybe you felt, I can't, I can't authentically live from my passions because I don't feel like they're connected to anything. I want to remind you today, everything in you is connected in one way or another. We're connected to each other because we weren't created to be isolated. We were created for relationships. And relationships matter. And it might be those that are in those intimate relationships around you that can help you unpack that passion and help you really put your finger on where your passions lie. We do life better in community. We do life better when we're together, when we're connected. When I can see your passions and have my passion spark in me to help you um, bring your passion to life and let it flourish. And when you can do the same with me, wow, we've won a battle that will try and keep us down much more than we possibly believe. Everything out there is fighting for a piece of your identity. But you have such purpose in your identity. You have such purpose in your authenticity. And I can't wait over these next episodes to bring guests to help have conversation around how they've done the work of passion and identity in their own lives and how they continually are fanning that flame of passion within them, that gift from God that Paul talks about. What are you fanning into flame in your life? Is it passion? Is it life-giving? Are you doing things that spark life in you? 
Because when you learn to live from passion, you begin to live doing more of that which gives you life and doing less of that that you feel you just have to do. You might be good at a lot of things, but not everything is tied to your passion. And not everything is tied to your purpose. Sometimes we're just good at things because we've had to develop the skills to do them. But that's the, that's the twist in life is that there's always going to be distractions trying to keep you from living your fullest potential. Your greatest, greatest instrument to help fight those battles is to know who you are, whose you are, how you are, and why you are. All of that unpacks identity. And it's connected to that passion that flows so authentically and organically within you. And when you uncover that and begin to make the decision to live from that passion point, you start to realize that it's not hard. It actually begins to just flow organically from you. You don't have to try so hard. I think part of the problem is that we live in a society that gives people permission to live this Frankenstein version of who they are trying to take pieces from all these other people's identities that are not ours divinely, that are not ours in creation, but we want to make them ours because we long to be accepted. We long to be seen. And sometimes we feel like that only happens when it's in society's terms. The only terms that matter are the terms of the creator, the one that made you, perfectly and marvelously made. The one that sent his breath into you and sparked life. I think when that breath came in, that passion was ignited. And it's meant to be developed across the span of our life, the journey of life, as we continually learn to be more authentic, as we continually learn to have more authenticity that connects us to stronger and and more Life-giving relationships, well-nourished, healthy relationships always help us develop identity. You see, when you know who you are, everything around you is no longer a threat. You can allow other people to be who they feel they are, and they can allow you to be who you are. And even when they don't, even when they expect you to be something that you're not, you'll have the gifts and you'll have the power and authority to just be who you are no matter what. That's God's desire. What's God's purpose for humanity? That each one of us can be light in this world, being his likeness and image, but uniquely who we were created to be. If we're not able to be who God created us to be, if we're not living authentically, if we feel like we need to still be in this Frankenstein version, what does that say about what we believe of God's creation for our lives. I want to believe that God's creation for me was perfect. And I may not see myself perfect, and I will never be perfect. But God's design surely was perfect. It was perfect for me, and it's perfect for you, friend. Won't you join me in this quest to dive deep to the passion point and begin to live from there? We'll see you next time here on Passion Point. I'm praying for you. Pray for me.